0: Welcome back to another episode of A Medic's Day UK. I'm here with Alicia, my co-host today, and my name's Jonathan. How are you doing today, Alicia?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well.
1: Good, I'm glad.
0: Good. Today we are going to be talking about TV shows, but not any ordinary TV shows. Medical dramas. Are you a fan of medical dramas?
1: Yeah, I love them. Probably watch a bit less of them because, you know, if you spend the whole day in the hospital, you don't want to come home and watch medical things. Yeah. Just feel a bit tired of it. So sometimes I prefer to come home and watch something that is a world away from what I normally do and see.
0: That's fair enough. How about you? Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'm a fan. I watch them probably in moderation with other things, but I do enjoy a good medical drama kind of exciting
1: how'd you get into them because i always find it a bit weird if a non-medical person is watching medical dramas
0: yeah i understand that i suppose um i suppose it, it's a bit like anything really i'm not a police officer but i do enjoy um you know police dramas or um you know so i suppose you hear about shows and um and a lot of them, although they are medical dramas, mm. they're not necessarily like just for people who work in hospital, for example. Yeah. You know. Okay, so let's get stuck right into it. The first one we're going to look at is Grey's Anatomy. You Grey's Anatomy fan? Um.
1: Yeah, I really like Grey's Anatomy. It's probably one of my favorites. Um. Yeah, I've probably watched the first couple of seasons multiple times because I love. Those seasons, I'm not such a fan of it in later seasons, but okay. I can't say why because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough.
1: But if you've seen it, you'll know why.
0: Okay. Um, so obviously, Grey's Anatomy is an American, uh, an American medical drama. What are the major differences between the way the hospital is run in the US and the UK from what you've seen?
1: Um, so I've never actually been to a hospital in America. So this is purely based on what I've seen on television. But um, I think something I'm aware that's different is the way that you get healthcare. So in America, you have to either pay for it yourself or you get insurance who pays for your healthcare okay whereas in the uk it's free um well it's not free the government pays for it so i guess that's something that i've noticed is different between the american hospitals and the united kingdom hospitals
0: okay um so obviously it's a drama are there um do you see that sort of level of drama in the hospitals Mm,
1: yeah i was gonna say that for the other question but i was like because my knowledge is only based on TV, I can't really make that comment. But um, I think, do I see that amount of drama in hospitals? You definitely see lots of drama in hospitals, but it's just very different. It's probably less humorous and less theatrical, but sometimes theatrical and sometimes humorous.
0: So who are your favorite characters in Grey's Anatomy?
1: Um, So my absolute favorite would be Meredith Grey.
0: Okay. Yeah, I really
1: why like is, her. Why is that? Um, I like her as a character. And I like, I don't know, she just seems to have a lot of drama and she always comes through it. Okay. Um, and she seems quite like a resilient character. I don't know. I feel like I can relate to her.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Mm. Um,
1: and then another favorite character I have is, ooh, um, what's his name? Oh, um, George. George O'Malley.
0: George O'Malley from the first season.
1: Yeah, oh, he was cute. And I feel like I can relate to him. Like, the way he acts is how I feel in my head.
0: Okay, cool. You know, like, yeah. he's not very
1: sure of himself, but he's... Yeah,
0: he's... yeah, he's quite, um, he's quite shy, isn't he?
1: Yeah. So I feel like in my head, I'm George O'Malley. On the okay. outside, I try and betray myself like Meredith Grey. so.
0: George as well was a sort of, almost a bit of a, um, a, a sort of, one of the few emotional male characters, whereas the others were quite macho.
1: Yeah, yeah. And probably just for anyone who's never watched Grey's Anatomy, this is probably quite confusing. So Meredith Grey is the main character. She's the protagonist. Yeah, and she's a trainee surgeon in the beginning, and then becomes a qualified surgeon at the end. I see. And then George is... Kind of like her colleague who's also training. Yes. And there is a whole web of situations between George and Meredith. But just trying not to ruin it for anyone. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch Grey's
0: Anatomy. Uh, it is a very good season.
1: Yeah. not. Good we're not sponsored by Grey's Anatomy, though. Not
0: at all. <laughs> um,
1: but, I mean, if they want to.
0: <laughs> we wouldn't say no.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Ellen Pompeo.
0: I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I'm, yeah. pretty sure, I'm, I'm really sure that's uh, that sounds kind of right.
1: Yeah. After I said it, I was like, actually...
0: We're definitely not getting sponsored now.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but number one fan. Yeah. Yeah. I would say my favourite character is Alex Karev. Mm. I, I, I feel like he doesn't play up to what everyone wants. He just sort of does what he wants. And that's that's how he sort of goes about things.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I appreciate him as a character.
1: Yeah, he's a pretty good character. I have one more favourite. Oh, go on. I really like this series. That's why I've got so many favourites. I really like Addison Shepherd. So she's one uh, okay. of the kind of like consultant surgeons. Actually, is she an obs and Gaini doctor?
0: I can't remember.
1: I think she's obs and Gaini. But if I feel like I try to show myself like Meredith, and I'm secretly like George in my head... I want to be like Addison.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. Sort of confident and she knows what she's doing.
1: Yeah, she's the boss.
0: She's the boss. Mm.
1: And she's also in 13 Reasons Why.
0: Uh she is she plays a very different character. Oh yeah. Cool. Well, uh that's Grey's Anatomy. Um the next the next show we're going to look at is Scrubs. Mhm. Do you like Scrubs?
1: I go through phases. Used to love it when I was younger, but now I'm older. I'm not such a fan. Yeah, I know you're a
0: number one fan. I do appreciate Scrubs. I appreciate the comedy in it. It's um, it's my style of humor, Mm. which probably says a lot about me. But there we go.
1: I feel Um, like you base yourself off the main character as well.
0: JD, I wouldn't say I base myself off him, but I I do I do enjoy um, and do enjoy their relationship. Mm. JD and Turk. For those who haven't seen Scrubs, Scrubs is a uh, very um, it's a comedy version of the hospital drama. So um, although there's a lots, lots of sort of serious moments, there's also a lot of comedy in it. So, um, and it's based around uh, again, a similar sort of situation, but the main character being JD mm. um, who is a a guy, and he's not wanting to become a surgeon, but instead a medical doctor. So uh, obviously, it's another me uh, another American medical drama. um and i've heard I've heard people say that it's the one closest to the reality of the hospital, not in terms of the comedy, but just in terms of how things work. Is there any truth in that?
1: Um, I think it's like a very like stereotyped version of the hospital. I see. I mean, I guess there are some similarities, and maybe there's lots of similarities to American hospitals. But, I don't know. I feel like it... Because it's not serious at all, I find it quite hard to relate them together. Okay. But then, when they have serious moments, I guess you could say that it's quite similar. And I think, if you're talking about the way the hospital functions, for example, they have to go through the chief of medicine. Yeah. And they have a lawyer and... I mean, I guess those things are quite accurate. So accurate, okay. but with a pinch result.
0: Okay. Um, so, in, with regards to that, there seems to be a clear, like, um, def- defined groups in there. There's the medical doctors, the surgeons, and the nurses, mm. and they are um, they are shown separately with the different colour scrubs that they wear. Mm. Um, would you say that those main groups, i.e. the surgeons, the the medical doctors and the nurses, are they is that something that happens in the hospitals here? Is there like clear defined um, groups?
1: Um, there are clear defined groups, but that's because we all work on different levels in the hospital. Okay, So you work in your own team in your own ward. I'd say maybe the teams mix less than the amount they mix on scrubs. Yeah. Because I feel like the medical doctor's are always there and everyone already knows each other. So I feel like that probably happens less. I don't know, maybe because I'm lower on the food chain at the moment. Yeah. I I personally don't see that as much. But I think it's similar in the way that everyone has different uniforms. So yeah. that's quite accurate. Um.
0: Are there any of those groups missing? So obviously there's in in that um uh, in that example there is the the medical doctors, mm. the surgeons and the nurses. Are there any in the UK? Mm. Are there any groups missing? I, oh,
1: yeah, there's thousands of other healthcare professionals. You've got physiotherapists, speech and language therapists, um dietitians, there's so many. Okay, and so. they work on the ward every single day. Yeah. Or they walk around the hospital on different wards. They might not be based on one area. They might cover the whole hospital. So I don't feel that you've... That is quite obvious. That's,
0: that's not shown in there.
1: Yeah. But I feel like to make scrubs relatable to a wider audience rather than just medical people, they've obviously kept it with the commonly known yeah. jobs.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, and out of those of that series, which character would you say you identify with most?
1: I'm gonna ask you that question first because I feel Ooh. like your answer is way more intense
0: than mine. Obviously, I'm not involved in the medical community at all, but I would say, in terms of personality, I, I would, I would say, um, similar to your answer on the last one, actually. I would like to be uh, kind of, I I kind of relate to JD, the main protagonist, but I also feel a little bit sometimes like the lawyer, Ted, who has um, zero confidence whatsoever. So yeah.
1: Mm. You feel like you have zero confidence?
0: No, sometimes I feel like I can portray that. I know what I'm doing, but on the inside, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on.
1: Mm. I think everyone for that way, though.
0: I think so. I think that's quite a relatable feeling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we have this running joke with Johnny. There's a scene in Scrubs where JD, <laughs> the main character, has a daydream. And in his daydream, he starts singing a song. It's and 99 kick- red
0: balloons.
1: Yeah, and he's kicking red balloons all around the room. And he's having the time of his life. And you think, oh, that's a weird scene. And then it, the camera pans out and you're just having a daydream. And I feel like that happens quite a lot with you.
0: Yeah, I can often be found daydreaming at times.
1: Have you ever had the red balloon daydream?
0: Uh, I haven't yet, mm. but there's always time. I'm still young. Mm. In fact, that not only is it the song 99 Red Balloons, but it's actually the song 99 Red Balloons in German, which uh, is obviously completely different altogether. So, but which character do you relate to? Um,
1: I'd probably say Elliot, but this is for a completely unmedical reason. But because she's quite clumsy and she is very unlucky. Yes. Yeah. Well, I just feel like it's quite relatable.
0: Yeah. And would you say you're a clumsy person? I. Go on.
1: Go on. You can. What are you going to say?
0: I was just going to say. I think sometimes you can be
1: yeah it, but when i'm clumsy it's never my fault it's always just being unlucky yeah yeah but i feel like she has a lot of accidents or like awkward situations and i tend to find myself in lots of awkward situations <laughs> yep yeah i feel like if you saw my life it could actually probably be very similar huh. but i'm definitely nowhere near as emotionally like broken as she is she gets very upset yes yeah you'll never catch me crying in the hospital
0: not even in a cupboard like she does.
1: <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, not that it, there's anything wrong with crying in a hospital. I feel like you need to let it out. Yeah. If it's an appropriate time and place.
0: Obviously. Well, maybe that's not obvious, actually. I don't know. But... Okay, cool. That's scrubs. Mm-hmm. Tick. Uh, the next one, house. Uh, we... Neither of us really have watched a lot of House, but um we have both seen at least one episode um, House for those who don't know, House is based around the quirky Dr House, and he's focused on problem solving more um, than patients more yeah, definitely more than patients uh, is there would you say that is there a large amount of problem solving at medical school?
1: yeah. Medical school is just learning how to problem solve and then problem solving. Ah. And sometimes if I'm having like a stressful day, I say, oh, I'm not a medical student today. I'm a firefighter because I feel like I'm just constantly putting out fires yeah. and jumping obstacles.
0: So you feel like quite often you're firefighting and putting out issues. But his, his um, problem solving is more. Uh, they get rare cases or things that people, other people are really struggling to diagnose. And he does a lot of tests and tries to figure out exactly what's going on. Would you say yeah. there's much of that?
1: I mean, it's a bit different in real life. You, there's lots of strong protocols you follow and guidelines. And you can't randomly do random tests the way he does. And mm-hmm. you definitely for the safety of yourself and the patients need to be a lot more systematic in what you do. And there's certain learned things, um, and patterns that you're taught to recognize and practice. So it's definitely a lot more rogue than life, but makes good watching. Yeah. I guess that's maybe what you would do if you've exhausted all your options. I see. Whereas he's just a bit crazy and just goes in for the kill every time.
0: Yeah, that's it. Mm. Um, they, in one of the episodes, they they mentioned something that's told to them at medical school, which was, um, when you hear hooves, think horses, not zebras. Mm. Is that something that is taught to you at medical school?
1: Yeah, people say that all the time, particularly in like the earlier clinical years. Yeah. Because I think you learn so many things at university, and then you... One, want to impress everyone around you. So you try and think of something complicated. Or the first thing that springs to mind, Yeah, that's the answer and you say it. Um, but we're commonly told, common things are common. So you think of the most common thing first and consider that's probably going to happen. And then if you can disprove that with tests and investigations and um, things like that, then then you can start to consider the rare things. But yeah, I've heard that phrase a thousand times.
0: <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. So that, that bit is true to real life.
1: Yeah. And you learn that the things that sound impressive aren't actually impressive. And once you have a better understanding, you then realize it's a silly assumption to make if you think someone has something rare. Yeah. Yeah. Unless there's a clear pattern that makes it, you think it's that rare condition. Okay, cool. That all sounded very ambiguous, but I couldn't really explain it without saying something complicated.
0: No, that sounds good. Dr. House is also reliant on uh, pain medication Mm. and is at times an addict. Uh, From your experience, how do doctors deal with stress? And do they deal with stress?
1: Um, I guess everyone deals with it differently. But I'd say in general... It's really important to have interests outside of medicine. Hence why um, I probably feel a bit less interested in medical dramas at the moment. Okay. Um, so definitely having interests outside of medicine. Um, talking things through. If something is stressing you out, it's so much better to talk about it rather than bottling it up. Um, and I think just remembering that you're human. I think I have mentioned it before but like my medical school is really heavy on reflection and small groups where we discuss situations that we've seen and that just gives a safe space to discuss anything you're unsure about or if you're struggling with something.
0: Which is great but do is that then continued on when you become a doctor and it becomes a lot more real?
1: Yeah so you have to do like reflections when you're a fully qualified doctor and you do them for the rest of your life and they're written reflections um so that's something that is kind of pushed and then in the hospital that i'm in at the moment um they have a meeting that happens maybe once a month and they'll have a topic so it might be like a bad experience say so that's a very generic topic and then people come and they just share their bad experiences and it's like in a confidential way and it's just quite nice because then you realize oh we're all struggling or yeah other people have struggled with something similar to me and it just kind of normalizes it or makes you realize i can talk to that person about it because they might understand where i'm coming from they're going to be able to relate to me so that's quite a nice thing that i've witnessed and i think that's quite a safe thing um for people to be able to cope
0: yeah that sounds like a really helpful Mm. um tool really
1: Mm.
0: so that's house uh the next medical drama we're going to talk about is casualty this is our first british medical drama
1: yeah
0: I, i i know already know the answer but are you a casualty fan
1: number one fan never missed an episode in my life
0: and Which sounds
1: really contradictory, because I've just been saying how I don't watch them anymore.
0: <laughs> That's true. But, um, do you binge watch them? or?
1: Uh, so, before medical school, I just watched it every Saturday. And if I missed it, I watched it on catch-up. Now, I kind of don't watch them, but I will binge watch them if I'm bored and have nothing to do. Okay. But I'm, I'm up to date, and now it's going on.
0: Cool. Um, and obviously, it's the first British medical drama we've looked at. How true is it to the NHS and, um, and hospital life here?
1: Yeah, I think it's a really good reflection of the NHS. It shows, like, its core values and teamwork and working relationships. So I think it's accurate in that sense. But obviously the injuries are very traumatised. Yeah. Or, like, in hospital shootings or, like, having a fire once a year in the department that burns the whole hospital down. It's a yeah. bit dramatic
0: yeah there's a lot of drama that goes on
1: yeah and like maybe their personal relationships are very um risque compared to
0: quite inappropriate times
1: yeah but yeah. compared to what i've seen but i have a very limited experience so yeah but yeah no it it's definitely i think it gives a good overview of the nhs
0: and obviously that that's based around the casualty department or um Emergency department is it it's not? Mm. Is it ED?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: it goes through phases. Sometimes you call it ED, ER, ANE. I don't know. It changes all the time. <laughs> Maybe we're meant to call it ANE, Accident and Emergency Department. I'm not sure. A and ED. Well, Accident just, and Emergency everyone Department. Everyone calls it something different, but we all know what it. Is. Yeah, we all, <laughs> what
0: it, we all know what it is. Um, and in the in casualty, there's a lot of them out in the community with the ambulance service. Mm. Is that something that you experience? Is that, are they more integrated in the, um, with the paramedics? Are they more integrated in the hospital than, um, than shown in the mm. American ones?
1: I don't know that I've ever really seen a paramedic in the American TV shows.
0: I don't think, I, I don't remember seeing them.
1: No. I think it's really nice in Casualty that they integrate them as main characters. Um, I haven't spent... Lots of time in ED, but from the time that I have, I've not really got to know the paramedics myself. Okay. Um, but I know later this year I've got a shift with them where they send because I'm in my final year now, and um, they send me out with the paramedics. and That'll be exciting. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I've never been in an ambulance before, but my concern is because obviously a grip watching casualty and I really like was inspired by it. But I never wanted to be a paramedic. And that's because in casualty, they always appear to run towards danger. And <laughs> my gut instinct, if I see danger, is to run the opposite way. Naturally. Yeah, I've heard, from when I've said this to people, like in real life, they say, oh, but you always wait for backup from the police or you wake up for backup from the fire engine. So apparently you're not really in such a r- risky position. I see. But yeah, I don't like danger. Or if someone got bit by a spider, I would be useless.
0: Yeah. Although I'm not sure that's a particularly big issue this, in this country, but. Um, Happening casualty once. <laughs> must happen all the time then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and who's your favourite characters?
1: Ooh. So I'd probably say Dr. Ethan. So he's now one of the emergency department doctors. And that's only because he had this absolutely amazing scene. So it's probably more the actor than the character, where he cried over his brother. His brother was in hospital, and I think he should have got an Oscar for that performance, because it was amazing. Ah. Yeah.
0: Real emotional performance.
1: Yeah, it really showed a new dimension to his character.
0: Ah, cool. How about you? Um, I mean, I don't watch a lot of Casualty, I'll be honest. I've seen a few episodes, mm. but um... And I'm not going to be able to remember the name. There's the guy with dreads in the receptionist. Oh
1: yeah. Noel. Is yeah. Noel?
0: Noel. Noel. I think he just brings that bit of light-heartedness to the show mm. that I, I quite appreciate.
1: Do you see yourself in him?
0: No, I don't. But I do appreciate that.
1: Oh yeah. know he's a funny character.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Last but not least is we're going to talk about doctor foster. Mhm. Uh, this is another british um medical drama. Mm. It's a bit more loosely medical. Um doctor foster is based around a female gp uh whose husband is having an affair. Uh, Dr Foster then struggles to deal with her issues uh, at home and she continu- you know and she continues to do her job, but she's really struggling to do her job. Mm whilst dealing with this. Um, I suppose, not in the same sense, but every, it's such a demanding job mm. being working in the hospital. Mm. How, do, um, how do medical staff get a good work-life balance? How do they deal with that?
1: Mm. I guess it's important that when you come to work, you leave your personal life outside of work. And when you leave work, you leave your work issues at work. I think it's quite difficult to leave the work issues at work. Yeah. Because if you're worried about a patient or you're worried about something, that will be very difficult to leave behind. But I think it's important to try and not completely merge your two lives because otherwise you would feel stressed for both reasons. Everyone has issues going on in their personal life and to some degree.
0: Yes. And, yeah, I guess that's, that's true. It mm. Would you... Is that something that's encouraged from the hospital side for for staff to have uh, a good work life balance? Mm. Is it something that's even talked about?
1: Um, I don't know. It's a difficult question. I guess. Yeah, maybe it's. I mean, it's definitely not frowned upon for you to have a good work life balance. Like that's not a thing. Yeah, but. don't know that they actively encourage it but i suppose it's your own responsibility outside of work but the gmc guidance and other types of guidance available for doctors would always tell you the importance of stress relief and you know spending time doing other things and how to cope and where to get information from so we call that signposting so we'll signpost you to appropriate areas right but yeah i don't know if anyone else has a stronger opinion and more knowledge yeah. let us know because yeah that would be great know, that was a hard one to answer
0: well that's um so that's all the medical dramas there are obviously quite a few more um that we haven't discussed mm. um but uh but if you have any thoughts on any of those then do let us know mm. um and thanks very much for listening
1: see you soon
0: see you soon